up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. <laughs> I am Will, the host. That was terrible. I am Mike, the course, the favorite host. Hey, baby, you know, you got to try, you know. Can't nobody hit that note, but. You got to try everything. <laughs> Step along. Oh, man. Thank y'all for joining us. This week, we got uh, a dope show, Black as Fuck show. Um, <laughs> Darky as fuck show. I know, right? Nah, man, we're going to be talking about a couple things going on, uh, especially in uh, TV. Uh, we're going to be talking about that new show that hit Netflix called Black as Fuck. Uh, we're going to be talking about kind of what we thought of it and kind of dive a little bit deeper into it. We're also going to be talking about uh, Mike's favorite fuckboy, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, people still come. Lawrence ain't even did nothing. Well, okay, he did something on the last episode, but he ain't even doing nothing and people become coming <laughs> Uh, Mike is a member, uh, original member of the Hive. Uh, he got his Best <laughs> Buy shirt. We co-founded members. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Um, yeah, man. And along with that, we're going to be talking about breakups and relationships and how dudes kind of handle themselves and get over things. Um, yeah. But uh, first, please, 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 as always, make sure you uh, like, share, subscribe, follow us on all social media platforms. Trying to get the word out. Yeah, man. Can you um tell them? Do you have the Patreon up right now? Uh, yeah. Can you give them a quick rundown of the Patreon while I try to get the Facebook up so I can sure. see people talking? All right. So our Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash cultivated ignorance. Uh, let me get on this thing right here. So Thad's got it up on the screen. Oh, there phone. we go. Uh, so right there, you see all of our membership levels. Uh, we got five, 15, and 25. Uh, the higher tiers, they offer uh, advertisement. Um, see, right now we got two, but we're trying to get up to up to the tip top. Um, so yeah, please join. We got exclusive content. Uh, we're going to be dropping every week. Uh, stuff that you won't see on our uh, regular social media. Uh, some fun and interesting things for you guys. So uh, please go over there, visit it, see what we got to offer. Um, if you don't like it, you know, you can always unsubscribe, but it's only $5 for the, <laughs> you most, will basic, watch it. For the most basic of things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, we're just trying to get the, we're trying to get the word out, trying to get our little ground on. Yeah, man. <laughs> Help us support the movement, man. Help us cultivate your kids into growing. Ignorance? Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. All right. I appreciate that. I'm trying to, I'm going to post in the um, Facebook, but some of this, there's a big delay with the Facebook right now, but um, we do have a way y'all can call in. If y'all want to call in, give your thoughts. Um, don't call in yet. Cause we ain't about to answer, but I'm going to post it in here. The number that y'all can call and tell us to either shut up or keep preaching. Um, yeah, it's right here. I'm going to pin it in the comments. All right. Boom. So yeah, if you want to call in, give us some thoughts on the stuff we're going to be talking about today, you can do that. If not, just sit back and listen because we're going to be... Each <laughs> Either way, we're going to be blessing y'all with our presence right now. Were you there? You just disappeared. What happened? Oh, what the fuck going on here? What you got going on, man? I don't know. That shit was... <laughs> shit had a hiccup, boy. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Um, so yeah, man, what you been up to? 
over this last week of quarantine. Man, you know, working from home. Well, ain't it good? Well, I'm just kind of lowly, boss. So kind of good, you know, waking up. Um, hey, I'm not going to lie. At first, I thought I was going to hate it. I was going to be like, man. You was <laughs> complaining like a, a crazy well, at first. Well, you can see when my job started, they was like, all right, here's the rules, right? It's going to be no tolerance. You don't answer email instantly. That's it. <laughs> Get fired. This ain't no. Get fired for not answering one email. <laughs> this ain't no vacation. <laughs> but then, yeah. boy, I got got in my little rhythm. What's, boy, the rhythm? Up, What's the rhythm, man? Wake up about seven fifty-five. <laughs> go to work at eight o'clock. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Listen, man, I've been hoping my manager ain't watching. She might be <laughs> on my Facebook, but um. I'll be waking up on time and I check my emails real quick. Yeah. If ain't no emergencies, if ain't no like immediate action being <laughs> need to be taken on my behalf. Don't say you go back to sleep. Like 30 minute increments though, like 30 minute increments. So I can like, and my phone is on, you know what I'm saying? My phone is on, the ring is on because <laughs> I get called. But I gotta go ahead and close my eyes for a little bit. You know, some people be making you play Call of Duty Warzone until the wee hours in the morning. Great. So you gotta... <laughs> I don't know. I ain't saying no names. <laughs> take a little, you know, gotta take that extra breather, or whatever. So, but yeah, man, once you get into that root, that groove, and shit, I can't imagine going back. You know, at this point, bro, it's hard. I, I feel like my job's created a perfect system. I applaud them, um, and I think it's something we can keep on rolling with. Do it to the end of time. To the end of time, baby. Forever. I mean, I'm, a, I'm gonna be there bright and early, eight a.m. every day. <laughs> Look, man, we just want to be safe. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to. I don't want to affect nobody. I don't want to get infected. So we need to do this until like 2022. When do you When do you think y'all going back? Like realistically, I know they. I'm sure they gave y'all a date, but they did give us a date of May 11th. May 11th has Has that been pushed back already? Is that? They hasn't been pushed that pushed back officially, but like they haven't said anything. Because I would be thinking like right about now we would be preparing because people don't took their whole office computers home, so. Uh-huh. Around this time, I would be thinking that we would be discussing like how we're going, you know, migrate them back. If there's going to, you know, be like a whole day of doing it, I ain't heard nothing like that. I heard y'all ain't going to fuck back. I ain't heard heard no word of praise Jesus. We won't go back. Praise Jesus. Listen, if we can do this at least until the end of the year, like (laughs) this nigga asked for a whole extra eight months. (laughs) But no, but no lie, man. For people to be safe, man, I don't know how you don't go. Longer than this. I was gonna say, man. Like they saying, like uh, this is when our. I don't know what how many cases we got here in Columbia right now, but like they saying this is our peak. Around this time was supposed to be the peak number of cases. Yeah. So I don't see how we can just go pick up things and just go back May 11th. Like it sounds dangerous to me. I think we stay out of that home. They, <laughs> they give you all. They didn't give you all the time at your job, did they? Huh? They didn't even give you a time y'all was going back at your job. Oh nah, man, they up there playing games, man. They said, uh, this, "This this is what they said." They said, uh, "We're going to uh, be working from home for now, but this could end any moment." That's what, that's, what they t- <laughs> that's what they told us. We could be working from home one day, and the next day you'll be going into work. Oh, they, literally, they literally told y'all don't get too comfortable. <laughs> right? <laughs> they literally said, "Oops, oh. I'm there." <laughs> too late. I ain't coming back. So, yeah, man, I mean, we've been out here chilling for the most part, enjoying our lives, quarantine, and trying to be safe. I hope and pray people's families and everything are safe as well. But um, obviously, people are taking this time to catch up on the entertainment and whatnot. 
I've been playing hella Call of Duty. BTW. Uh, it's, it's been a lot. We 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 we've been getting them dubs too. It's, yeah, we have. They've been they've been coming here and there, but they've they've been coming. Um, shout out to Greg. I think Greg's in here. I just I just saw him tune in. <laughs> um, so with that, you know, the whole of course the new shows are coming out. One of the new shows, one of the most controversial shows out right now, is of course Black AF, um, starring Kenya Barris, uh, as well as Rashida Jones. If you don't know, Kenya Barris is the guy who created Black Blackish, as well as Grownish, as well as Mixedish. Um, Blackish was wildly successful. Grownish is very successful too, as well as Mixedish. Oh, Grownish. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grownish. I mean, Grownish. It had some. I was like, ah, but yeah. Blackish is the the piff, the nasty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with this new show, it's basically like his rated R, some somewhat curb your enthusiasm esque kind of take. Maybe that's what he was trying. Maybe that's what he was going for. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was going for. Um, comment in the comments if y'all had a chance to watch this and then check it out. Um, Raquel, what's happening? Shandy, what's happening? What's happening? Thank y'all for joining us. Um, yeah, comment your thoughts on the show if y'all had a chance to check it out. Me and Will, Will, I don't even think Will finished it. Did you finish it? No. No, I have not finished it. Why would I finish this? <laughs> what are your general thoughts on what you liked, what you didn't like? She despised. Okay, so one of the things that stuck with me was when you, I think you told me a while ago, was like, it's trying to be a black curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. And that's what it's trying to be is fucking missing the fucking point. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Like, well, and I've only watched the first five episodes. So Mike says it gets better after episode five. That and episode five is fire, if I if I'm being honest. That, um, but he's so whiny. Like, this oh is the biggest God. problem I have with the show. He's a bad actor and he's whiny. So everything he says, like, it, it falls on deaf ears because I can't, I can't stand in here and whine about it. Get over it. Like, can you make a point without being a victim? <laughs> Come on, bro. Bro, it's like scenes, and y'all make sure y'all, if y'all want to, you know, chime in. I know I got Avery in here, Michelle. I know you had thoughts on the Instagram post. Uh, if y'all want to call into the show and give your thoughts and everything, that'd be great. Um, I know that this it seems like little scenes, like one for instance with the whole thing with the chain, right? About him feeling conflicted about having the chain as a black man, because on one heart, one half of him has to show off that make sure you know everybody knows he made it, but on the other half, it's like this is what slave. This is the whole thing, the slavery. Every episode is supposed to be tied to slavery or whatever. Yeah, it's an extended scene in that where he's just like giving like what is it like? 10, 15 minutes to just cry and cry and whine about this confliction. And I understand what they're trying to do. I get it. It's actually a really valid point to bring up. Like, how do black celebrities feel when they have made it? How much do they feel like they do have to do these things to show off in front of white celebrities mm-hmm. as well as us? But at the same time, keep it quote unquote real. It's a whole, it's a good ass point. But the, the way that they just let this man just sit on screen and just cry about the shit. And it's mostly because he's just such a bad actor. He's such a terrible actor. Bro, he's so bad. Like, just stick to writing, my dude. Like, everybody's got their lane. <laughs> like, let, like, let writing ABC shows be your lane. Please let writing do your thing. Like, just, just let it go. Like, oh, did you have anything else that you just? Did? I mean, like, I, I would honestly, bro. Episode five was like it was. Episode five was so good. Like, it makes you think. 
that the show might have a chance. Like, <laughs> and and you know, like based off the first four episodes, I was like, okay, I can see why this is on Netflix. I, I can see like like besides the cursing, mm. like I can see why Netflix picked this up. Like, cause why you say that? I feel like I, I guess maybe it's just the language in it, but I feel like it could have been sold to a better person. Like, cause Netflix. Netflix ain't on some shitty shows sometimes. <laughs> just because, like, just because it's got that one fatal flaw to where it's, like, not really that consumable by the viewer. Um, so that's why I was saying that, but... I feel that. Yeah, man, like, it's got potential. Uh, I don't even know if the Rashida Jones thing was good. I don't even know if that was good casting. Because of her complexion or just because of her acting? No, like, the... Her... She's so she's a dry actor, like you know what I mean. Yeah, and I think the writing, the writing isn't quality enough for dry punchlines to hit with these dry actors. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, it works well. Yeah, because he's so over the top and all this other stuff going along with it. Hmm. But it's just like he's whining, she's dry. The shit out. Biggest complaint is that so it's trying to hold dry humor thing. And then there's so of course the people who love the show, a lot of them are like, you guys just don't understand dry humor and how it works. It's too over top over, over your heads. Like, no, nah, nigga, we know what dry humor, we enjoy dry humor. We love it. It's just not funny. Like, it's just not funny for us anyway. I've had people we have people coming on Instagram. Oh, what's your name? Your your um, cousin um Shelly. Yeah. She loved it so much. She watching it again, bro. What? I'll talk to her about that at next cookout. That shit ain't gonna fly. <laughs> but it's just not funny. And not only that, so when you have this dry humor that's also supposed to be crude humor, because mm-hmm. he also like just talks to his kids in a kind of way. Like he be cursing at the kids, calling them dick dickheads and shit. My biggest problem was that he kept calling his um teenage daughter a thought. Like he kept calling her a thought. And it was just driving me nuts because no one was correcting him. Like, and then the people that correct him was only mad at him because he was using an outdated word for hoe. They're like, if you're gonna call her a hoe, call her a modern hoe. Like, this shit was just driving me nuts. I mean, okay, now thinking back on it, like that that is actually funny. That like nobody corrected him outside of the fact that <laughs> if they were trying to make the fact that he was out using outdated slang. <laughs> if they if the show was actually funny, that's my main thing though. If the show was actually funny, I would let a bunch of this shit go. Like Family Guy had all types of problematic shit, but the show was actually hilarious. So it's like <laughs> up until like about season ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we ain't yeah, back in this heyday. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny that you and you knew that they knew they were being like crude and stuff. So it's like when you're being problematic on purpose and you're funny, it's different versus just not being funny and being like awkward and just gross <laughs> and. Another thing for me, bro, is the little Twitter-like spills of Black history whenever they were trying to make a point about something. Like, the whole... Well, they do that on Blackish also. It just comes out better. So here's my thing. I guess that's to the... That's a, this will be to the point I make later on about that. But um, it's just... I don't... I'm not a fan of the whole, like... It feels like when he does it, it's like somebody really just like read black Twitter real quick to see what we're talking about and then just like put it on the screen like so we can be like, oh yeah, 
I'm woke. I understand that. That's the thing. <laughs> it's like versus actually doing something, you know, unique or creative to further progress, you know. I, I just feel like that's part of his writing style, like, because he does that a lot on Blackish to where <clears throat> to where it's like, uh, what was it like? It was an episode where like Obama was leaving office or some oh shit. Gosh, yeah, I remember that shit. Oh. This nigga like stayed out of work, did a whole slideshow about like why Obama was important. <laughs> I remember that episode. <laughs> it was so stupid, but like I think it's just part of his like humor where like he feels like he has to like detail these black events in a way that's like. I don't know, almost like slideshow, like like let's hit all these points about this subject, mm-hmm. and then let's move on to the next scene or whatever. Do you think it's because he himself is like, and as an older black man, and as like a wealthy black man as well, like is he so disconnected the way that's the only way he can express his thoughts in a way that people recognize on his shows? Uh, do you think it's disconnection? I mean, it's effective on one show. It's just not effective on this one. I think it's only effective on the other show because the other show is funny. And it's like, you're having a good time. <laughs> yeah. So that means he's not disconnected. He just need to write no. this show better. All right. I say it disconnected. In, in the form of like, when you can tell someone doesn't actually, they may not actually know a whole lot of what they're talking about, but they know that other black people are talking about it. So they're just presenting it on their platform as well. The same thing that we're already talking about. And it's not that it's not that they're giving their own voice to it. They're just giving they're just regurgitating what we're already saying. And just like the in the, the mind of the mindset of like they can relate to this, so they'll enjoy this. So boom, here you go. I guess if you want to break it down like that, I, I don't think that's really what he's trying to do. Um I think like he just likes hitting the topic and like Doing it in this cornballish kind of way. <laughs> so you think it's just his style? Like that's it's just... just his style, bro. If he was a better actor, and <laughs> it wouldn't matter. This, none of this would matter. And the crazy part was, okay, so episode five, which is the goat. You said episode five twelve times this episode, so bro, it's it's so good because like here and now we're talking about this show, and that is exactly what episode five is talking about. Giving fair black, giving fair criticism to black pieces of art. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? So <clears throat> that's why, I like, it's it's such a it's such a good episode. I don't I don't know what else to say. All right, so we can talk about because <laughs> because Will said episode five twelve different times. Um, we can talk about what we like. If you haven't noticed yet, man, just watch <laughs> Avery said very disconnected. I I, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Y'all Negroes need bullet points, okay? That's what he's trying to give y'all. <laughs> he's trying to give y'all a black history lesson in 30 minutes or less, okay? Right. Hold on. I think I think somebody's calling in, actually. Oh, shoot. Oh, Lord. How many people? Okay. All right. I'm about to let this call come through real quick. Hello? Hello, 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 hello? Yes, it's me. Yes, Star. Hey. Yeah. How you doing? Do I need to mute your? Do I need to mute my computer? How's this working? Yeah, yeah, mute your computer and just listen to us. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, you're not even, I can't hear you. So what am I supposed to be talking about? I don't understand. Are you supposed to have a question or? Oh, okay. Why is Will sitting in a gamer, gamer chair? Because I'm and a why gamer. is he drinking out of a sippy cup? Because <laughs> I'm a gamer. <laughs> no, I, I bought the chair because I need a new office chair. Game. And I like to play video games. Jesus, uh, <laughs> did you have a thought about um, Black AF or in general? Um, so we're not talking about Insecure yet. We're talking about Black AF only. Not yet. Not yet. That's coming next. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I have a question to you about, see, okay. Why does Will have a sippy cup? Can we talk about that? Can you, I'm about, Mike, I'm about to say you hang up on this girl. I'm about to say you hang up on this girl. Go back when we talk about Insecure and start talking about sippy cup, okay? Okay. I wanted to know, you can't. You keep saying, Mike. Oh, if it were funny, I would excuse this. If it were funny, I would excuse that. So, does humor trump inappropriate things that you deem inappropriate? Things that you things that you deem that are are not okay, that are misogynist, or other things that you feel are not, you know, just appropriate. If it were funny, would it excuse those things for you in that show? It doesn't excuse the inappropriateness of the subject matter. I just know that the person is joking because it's funny and it makes me laugh. And so it's like, it's like telling a crude joke with your friend about like your friend, like your friends that have kids, right? The kid's getting on your nerves. They say, I just want to shake this baby and throw it off a roof or something, something funny, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it would not be good if they actually threw this baby off a roof at all. But if there was no punchline, it would be like, what? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> if they just said, I'm about to check this baby off the roof, bro, for real. And didn't laugh, <laughs> didn't smile. <laughs> Like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? So maybe it's just me, just the jokes just aren't funny and therefore it just becomes awkward and crude only. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't, like, you know, it doesn't excuse the subject matter, of course. But mm -hmm. How do you feel with Thad's comment where he says, I have not seen the show, but I'm just glad we're on screen. He's just glad, I'm taking that to me, he's just glad that there's some Black people doing something. How do you feel about that? Is it all good just because there's more black people telling their own story, so to speak. That's a great, you want to ask that, Will? Or? I didn't hear. I had the thing muted. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Well, I guess I'm answering. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I don't want more black shows just on the screen for the sake of just being black. This is actually something I asked about the whole, because, you know, this is part of Netflix's own strong black lead campaign where they just wanted a slew of like you know back black actors and directors and stuff for their streaming service um mm -hmm. i don't believe in just throwing like anything up just because it's black um there's a way we can go about criticizing it to where we still you know allow opportunities for other black shows to happen but i don't want like shitty movies and shitty tv shows and just like just be just sitting here praising the fact that they're black like i want quality stuff i don't think that's too much to ask for from us at all you know what I'm saying? So, but, okay, so in, in in comparison to how many white shows there are that suck and even have reached that level of acclaim, like, for instance, I never thought Seinfeld was funny. It just never me. made me laugh, ever. Neither. Um, you know, Friends was barely funny. I just like the interplay of the relationship dynamics more so, but either way, what I mean, shouldn't we have the same opportunities afforded to us as black actors black writers and just you know um, more black cast members and more visibility on screen even if it's not up to par um because because we just need to get paid as black actors and black uh creators 
I get that, but like, if some if a product is not good, it's just not good. I understand that we need opportunities and everything, and as as maybe you said, and uh, definitely my cousin, everything is not funny to everybody. So she found it funny. We didn't. You know what I mean? Maybe it, maybe it hits for some people. It just didn't hit for us. Um, right. I hope, you know, because you can see the potential. It's just, yeah, it just misses the point more than a comedy show should miss the point. I think now if these people question, if these people were people you knew and it wasn't good, would you rag on it like you're doing? Would you criticize it in the same way if yes. they were in Colombia doing yeah. this? Maybe not. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, have, cause, well, because I, well, maybe not publicly. Yeah, which they talk about in episode five also. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I have definitely uh, shared my thoughts about, you know, uh, certain poetry events that have been taking place. Yes, <laughs> some of them shits I just can't get with. I will um, say, I can attest to Will literally saying like, "Yo, I just can't flush with a lot of these poetry events." Like. And like, it's not like you have to, and it's all about, to your question, like, it's all about how we showcase that criticism. Like, well, I, don't, I don't, we're not sitting here like saying like this show is like set back the black community 200 years, like a lot of people out here are doing. Like, I think that's just over the top when people do stuff like that. We're just saying like, we see the potential, but it's just not doing it for us. But it's all about how you criticize it. And if, yeah, if we knew him personally, like, yeah, we wouldn't, we probably wouldn't speak on it at all publicly. We, we would just be quiet about it. <laughs> mm. I understand. So my opinion, and then I'll go um, until insecure comes until the topic of insecure comes up. Um, I just want to say thank you for finally adding in this feature, like I told you to about two years ago. Okay. Yeah, you good. Secondly, All right. Thank you. Secondly, I think I agree with that in the sense that since everything is not going to hit for everybody, I think at this point with black people gaining their power, getting more leadership roles in some of these studios and actually their pitches being received by these major distributors. I think at this point, it's just important for us to be there because the quality is always going to improve. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's important for us to just be there. But anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to go now. That's a great point. Thank you so much, Star. That was great. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Yeah, man. So but yeah, man. I hope it gets to season two. Um, I was gonna ask you that. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, in its defense, some season ones are just rough. That's and that's another thing too. Like I said, I'm actually since the episode five does get like you know go in the right direction. Like I am open to peeping a couple episodes of season two. I don't know if it was you. I feel like it was you, but you were like I just can't get with like American Dad season one. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't do American Dad at all. But that's just I was like, what so is he talking better. about? But you said that, I think, I don't know if you said that about Bob's Burgers too. Bob's Burgers had a very rough first season too. Yeah. That gets so much better. Um, yeah, man. So <laughs> Maybe if you just attach to the characters and, you know, you get kind of involved with the story a little bit more, you can grasp it. So we're going we gonna to stay in there, man. Is is that that we liked about it? The I want to say real quick, because we gotta you do have to change the subjects. Um, the cameos, I felt like, were hilarious. Oh, they um, had cameos for days. For days, yo. Episode 5 also had, like, the Tim Wise, um, Saray, uh, Ava DuVernay, all the famous, like, black directors, like, in a video phone call with Kenya Barris. It was so freaking funny. Um, 
Nia Nia Long has this hilarious cameo as um Rashida Jones's publicist. Um, and she's like she's like suspecting like Kenya's on like lean and shit like that. <laughs> funny. Um, the story's just trying to take a turn for the better. It's, it it just gets a little bit better. So we're gonna see what happens, man. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna just read these comments real real fast. Um, Avery's like <laughs> Avery's not filming the show at all. <laughs> <laughs> so Avery's like this is not funny per se. It's just cringy and um awkward. I agree. Um. Oh god, so many comments. I'm gonna go back through these comments, y'all. I'm sorry. Um Shawnee's like, yeah, never found Sound funny either. Anyway, people either agree y'all with y'all whack because sound felt funny and shit. Avery, you you crazy. Um that's that's Will's Coon talking. Uh Avery said Tyler Perry's cameo was amazing. See, season five. Let's go watch episode five. Watch the first episode. No, watch episode five. You don't got to know nothing else about the show. Watch the first episode just so you know the family, and then it's episode five, and then turn it off and then come back next season. <laughs> Just do that. Bro, they cook out, right. bro. They cook out was everything, bro. Cook out was so what Mike Epps? Cook out. <laughs> motherfucker, uh, who was it? They just a bunch of white Juana mans, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> who was that? The light skinned dude. I don't That's know. Melvin Greg. He had Instagram. Yeah, yeah, Melvin Greg. That's it. <laughs> yeah, episode five. That's where it's at. All right. So you got something you want to ask insecure. We're gonna tie it into insecure. Um, which, by the way, the last episode, I feel like... Well, I've been saying it's the best one ever. Y'all tell me what y'all think in the comments, but I feel like last episode of Insecure was like, might have been the best episode of Insecure I've seen since the, season, the first season finale. I can't think of a better episode right now. Can you? Not off the top of my head, bro. That shit was too good. Just when we thought Insecure was like falling off. No, no, y'all niggas thought. <laughs> I didn't think that, but like people was just putting so much weight on the season premiere. But um, yeah, Will had a question on on time with insecure. Oh yeah, so first off, are we doing spoilers? Because like, I feel like I got to do a little bit of a spoiler. It's been it's Thursday. We can do we can do a wee bit spoiler. All right. So anyways, for whatever reason, Lauren starts texting Issa. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you know the reason. <laughs> <laughs> And it, and it brings up the question, like, do men, like, really get over their exes? And do they get over them in a healthy manner? Mm. Um, because I know I've struggled with getting over ex. I'm sure you've done it. Um, it's like, how do we kind of go? What's the best way to kind of go about that? Because, mm. boy, I'm telling you, boy, when you love a woman and that shit over with, I, f- I feel like men hurt worse than women. I feel like it. You think so? I, I think so. Why does that? Because, nigga, I'd be about to die. <laughs> Bro, I remember I had a girl tell me one time, I just I just don't think I love you anymore. I, oh. <laughs> nigga, I feel real chest pain. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But, <clears throat> yeah, man. So, <laughs> so, yeah, bro, like, how do we get over, What is what is the best way to get over a woman? And I think you have, you posted it, too. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody that commented. I see people in here that commented on it on um, um, I think some other people came in earlier. Um, shout out because the answers were from like you know meditation and you know self reflection and da 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 to just finding somebody else to have sex with. Like it was a little all over the place. And shout out to the uh, men on my um, Facebook period for just being so vulnerable, man. Like I told Star, like I just don't believe in perpetuating this 
the stigma of men just not opening up anymore because like we just we doing it and we just not even talk about it like that but we doing it but anyway um i can say literally just you cry for days say what neo records what'd you say i said you just cry for days and play a bunch of neo records i mean that happens too not neo though no <laughs> um literally having to tell myself that i need to give them us both space like considerable amount of space like months maybe years of space to get over what we had because i had that used to do that talk thing. To him. huh you talk to him Bro, I would talk to my exes like a week after we broke up. <laughs> oh, I shut that shit down. Like, I cut that shit off. Because I'm, I'm the kind of person, I'm like, yo, just because we've got together, I mean, I don't care about your, your well-being. You don't need no explanation. <laughs> you don't need no explanation. I'm, I'm talking to the audience, not you. Shut up. <laughs> so I will feel like if, if, I'm, if I can't still care about you and your well-being, then I'd have to check on you, even if we just broke up. So... I would still text them and call them. Um, and granted, I just broke up with them. But like, I would be like, hey, how you how you holding up? That, that's not like you try to give some butt. That's, <laughs> that's, some, that's not like some old future shit. Bro, I wasn't though. I really wasn't. Like, sometimes it happened like that because, I mean, we because you start missing each other and you, you know, you ought to make it sexual and stuff like that. But it wasn't even that. It was just trying too, way too fast to reconnect. And... Just that's why you do that old Ginsu chop. <laughs> Shut it off. Star said, whenever you ever loved a woman, Will. <laughs> I'm wow. Listen, as Will's best friend, I can tell you, Will has loved woman. Yeah. My guy. Backing me up. Thank you. I can tell you, I can tell y'all. Yeah, man. Like <clears throat> but I had to consciously do that. I had to make that effort to just restrain myself from reaching out to them because what happened was they perceived it as like how you gonna break up with me and then tell me you care about me and you want my better my well-being but you were the well-being that was getting mm-hmm. so you can't fix that man like yeah i have to fix it myself like you can't fix that so that's how to tell myself what about you so <clears throat> here's what i do i cut them off and it's not just and it's not in a mean way uh-huh. well it's I, I don't know if it's mean or not but I just stop talking. Like, if that's it, like, if we done, like, I just stop talking. Yeah. I block you on social media because I don't really want to know what's going on in your life. Yeah. Because for me, it's going to pull me back in. It's like almost like leading yourself on. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, oh, I got to know what she's doing because it's why? Why? Why do I need to know what you're doing? Like, I don't. <clears throat> so I block you. And then I just try and dive deep into something else, like something constructive. Uh, I know like one time I just dove deep into my job and, mm. you know, drank heavily on the weekends. <laughs> bro, bro, we were like 21. Like it, it was the thing to do when you were 21 anyway. Oh, boy. So it wasn't nothing special. But, um, you know, another time I dove deep into my job. I generally dive deep into my job when I'm getting over a breakup. Really, you know, and I think that's healthy as long as you are still taking time for yourself to process it. Mm-hmm. But in that, I think people don't really process it very well. Like, I don't think I think people do whatever they're going to involve themselves in as a distraction. Oh shit, as a distraction to the feelings, rather than uh, you know doing that to occupy time and still process the feelings. 
to expand on that, I think like with men, we're more so socialized to just get over it by using another body to get over it. Like not even just work and stuff, but like. But is that if you if you if you have sex with other women as a means to like get your mind off of a woman, is that any less healthy if you're still processing it? Uh, you know, in your free time or whatever, is that any less healthy than anything else? I think it's all in how you do it, but I think it is less healthy because you're basically <laughs> transferring. <laughs> My homegirl Vic said, "Nice, nice stairwell." Um, Man, see, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because a lot of times you're transferring that energy or that you're looking for somebody else to make you feel better or make you forget about this sadness. So when you do that for with another person, it's kind of unfair to them. Unless they agree to it, it's kind of unfair to them to just be put in that position. You look at Tasha with Lawrence. Lawrence never really cared about Tasha, man. Okay, that's because Lawrence was being a fuckboy. But even so, like, he just needed to feel good because Lawrence was depressed. Yeah. He was, like, feeling like a failure. And Tasha just made him feel so good every time they interacted. She, he, would make, she would make him feel like a king. But yeah, isn't it on Lawrence though? Like he wasn't like Tasha said she knew what it was. Like oh, yeah. Lawrence was playing around like it was something different. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So like if if the man who's trying to get over the woman ain't doing that, then what's the issue? Like if you're not playing games, if you like letting it be known what it is or only involving yourself with chicks that you ain't really, you know, playing the game with, if everybody knows what it is, then what's the issue? I don't think there's any issue as long as everybody knows what it is. But that's what I think. That's what I think it is. That I don't think everybody knows what it is initially. Some most of the time, because sometimes you don't even know what it is. Like you're just going through a breakup and heartbreak. You just know you want to feel better, so you're just seeking that betterment in any shape, way, shape, or form it comes. Whether that be through alcohol, or through this other person that just makes you feel good, or by just hanging out with your homies all the time. Like you just trying to feel better. So it's not always easy to recognize it when you're in that zone. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Um, they said, "Speak on the mic." I'm trying, Vic. I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, we got some. I think we got some calls in the thing, but I want to put the question out. Do we have calls in here? Let me see. I'm just now learning this call system thing, man. Y'all got to bear with me. You think um, you about to take a call? Yeah. All right. You got you. You gonna say something? No, I was I was just going to elaborate. We can hit it later. Okay. Hello. Is this star again? Oh God. I think it is. Hello. Hello. Oh, you know there's a delay, right? Oh no, we don't. Sorry. Okay, well you need to know that there's a delay. So we know there's a delay, Star. We do. <laughs> He's lying to you. Okay. So we're talking about what's the question here? Are we talking about in regards to the show with getting an over giving over an ex? Oh, we're talking about how men in general process breakups. The process of getting how do men in general process breakups? Yeah. Um, I think they do it in different ways. I I do think Mike is right. Men can be socialized to just get another body. Um, Speak on it. Being a male. Speak on it. But. Women do the same thing, and it is perfectly fine to date right after a relationship when you're not ready to do the inner work to process all the lessons that the relationship taught you. Because each, like your partner is your teacher, 
so to me, the best way I've processed a breakup is to literally remind myself that it's a situation that I chose to be in, no matter how toxic that person was, I chose to be there. So there's no complaining about the other person. That's all you, boo-boo. And you need to basically take responsibility, ownership, and accountability that it was a situation that nobody was holding a gun to your head to be there. Well, like, not unless somebody was literally that, holding a gun to your head to be not there. Not necessarily saying that each breakup is bad, but just process of processing the feelings of you're no longer with this person. This this last year and a half of your life, or however long it was, you know, it's kind of that phase is over, or you know, just the missing of that person in general, you know, the closeness. It's not necessarily saying that, you know, it all shit went bad. You know, just processing the ending of a relationship. Yeah. So I think that men in since the story right now, although we're changing the narrative, right? The story right now is that men are not in touch with their emotions. So being that most people probably don't know how to healthily process a breakup, it could be said that men even even you know, even less so. But I think that the show proved that five years is a long time to be tethered to someone, mm-hmm. whether or not it was healthy. And since he realized that the relationship that he was in was not what he thought it was, he probably felt free to go ahead and make that call. What makes it extra sticky. No, I think his feelings was hurt. I think that too. But also, I think he... Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, when your feelings are often hurt when something comes up that you weren't expecting. Oh, I thought it was this, and you saying it's only that? Okay. Well, I'm going to do me. What I'm saying is, I don't think it came from a place of realization that he had the freedom to go do this. I think it came from an unhealthy or a, a bad place that said, okay, she hurt my feelings. I'm not necessarily going to do something that would hurt her feelings, but I'm just acting out in general. You know what I mean? I, I think that was him acting out and saying, oh, okay, well, she kind of hurt my feelings, so I'm going to just do whatever. Not thinking of ramifications of whatever's going on. You know I, what I mean? I I kind of agree more so with Star, because I think she's saying it's a combination of both. I think, yeah, we're just disagreeing that you don't think it came from a place of, like, a sense of freedom. I think it is a place of sense of freedom of, like, she, that she, she didn't because Condola didn't even invite him to the Thanksgiving dinner. That's the most. Oh, important. here you go with this Thanksgiving Listen, dinner. That's the most important thing. <laughs> she did not invite him to Thanksgiving. She didn't invite him. But what I said in my blog post, which I did write about this episode, is that the way that she brought it up so conveniently made me right. want to slap her because she has pretended to be this super nice and sweet person the whole time. And it's like you already had issues with so many things. But in order to so-called keep the peace, you kept your mouth shut. And I really can't stand that. It's like, technically, I didn't invite you. Well, you should have said something. You should have said something. Yeah, I agree. That was I really wanted you to come. You know, you were great. You know, you were great entertainment for my friends. You know, you lighten the mood. I don't have that kind of energy. You got swag. I'm glad you came and brought your swag. Now get on because I'm not checking for you. You see this house? You see this apartment? You can't give me that. Like, that's the way I felt. There was all so many underlying things, and I really feel like that with Issa, he went back to his comfort zone. You can read all about it in the blog. I, I really go into detail there. Same as blog. Um, thank yeah. you. I'll put it. I'll put it in the chat. 
Good deal. Well, thank you so much, Star. <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. I felt like Lawrence came from a place of uh, fuckboyness. That's a real fuckboy move. You, he, all he, all he technically did so far was just laugh at her little Instagram story. <laughs> That's all okay, he did. okay, nigga. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's that's all that meant. All right. So that brings us because we it's already. Oh, hold on. 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 So in all this time, you ain't had no interaction with Issa, but within this one episode, you have three different interactions, or it might have been two or three. He did have interaction with Issa. He um hit her up about the condola talking about him thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, in the past two episodes, yeah, he's had three interactions with her. So, you met up with her. huh? She called you. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then, and now you send Instagram messages. Now you send DMs. So if he had no none of that previous contact, and that was just the that was the thing, like I would be like, okay, he might be venturing into football territory. <laughs> but like, obviously they back on good terms. It was reaffirmed by them talking again. And we don't know what she said. We don't know what was said yet. We don't know yet. That's what I'm saying. We don't know. So that's a quick question I want to this ask y'all. Is a fucking clown. <laughs> the Lord is a fucking clap. That's the question I want to ask y'all, and I want to ask you. So, if Lawrence, yes, huh? yes Lawrence is a fuck boy, sis. <laughs> you did it too Let well. Nigga go. Too well. <laughs> Let that nigga go. If a guy reacts out of insecurity, out of you know self, that's where it was coming from. That's that's where that DM came from. No, I'm talking. I'm more so talking about when he cheated on Lisa, not cheated on, but yeah, I guess left Lisa with Issa for Tasha in the first season. We know that came from a place of hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So if a good guy reacts, you know, to being hurt by doing something, doing a fuckboy move, does that officially now make him a fuckboy, or did he just did he just fuck up? Hey man, players fuck up, man. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like Lawrence has given us enough evidence to show. Oh, you got us a damn laughing emoji, man. No, no, no. That's not all I got. Anyway, back to your question. And I'm going to go back to Lawrence's sorry ass in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to go in Lawrence like this. I did not know this was going to happen. This nigga's trash, bro. This nigga's trash. All he did was laugh. Go ahead. Go, go with your little shit. All right. So anyways. No, bro. You can you can redeem yourself from fuckboy moves. I've had fuckboy moves in my past, mm-hmm. and I've changed for the better. Believe me, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Not pulling some fuckboy moves. Yeah. Because you have these opportunities. Booty booty looks good, fellas. It always looks good. When do yams look good? And, when? And sometimes uh, you want to be manipulative to get it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you know. Uh, but yeah, man, I've I've done fuckboy shit in my past, uh, none of which I will speak. But um, you gotta let some shit die. You know, I I don't think I, I I can't stand when people are like, oh, this person did this one thing now they now they got the scarlet letter on Nash. You know what I mean? Like it's just too much. Are you not doing that to Lawrence right now? Nope. I, nope. <laughs> I mean, he can redeem himself, but right now this nigga's grade A fuckboy. He ain't do hold on man. Let me go to these comments because you you talking nonsense right now. Michelle said um it was a fuck up and he has fuckboy tendencies. 
No, nah, that nigga. <laughs> the question is like, how many fuckboy tendencies do you have to have before you officially come, become a fuckboy? That's the question. Um, Shondi said he broke up with Issa, then slipped back in her DMs for the first time. His feelings were hurt. He didn't even say shit. He just reacted to the. Thing. Thank you, Shondi. Thank you. You get it. You no, get sorry. it. Go away, Shondi. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence and Issa are both cheaters. I don't think they're right. <laughs> But I definitely don't see him and Gondola together after the last episode. That's what Star said. I hope not, man. I was happy. I was happy for Lawrence, man. I was, I was like, he in the meaningful race. I, I, I was happy for Lawrence too. And he got his little feelings stepped on. And now he's straying away. Oh, he ain't do nothing. Um <laughs> yes, he did, and you know it. This is 2020. Instagram DMs mean something. Smiley em- emojis mean something. Emojis to an ex that don't mean nothing. Come on, fam. Anyway, Key Howard said, don't forget he pulled up to Issa's house to talk. We know that key. We know. We know he did. And then did and then didn't tell Condola nothing about it. Because he didn't want to make it awkward. Oh, words, you just gonna make it a secret then. Okay. All right, cool. I feel like <laughs> you said you have football tendencies of your past. Star said past. <laughs> yeah, past star. Um I don't know, man. That's just it's it's hard, man. I don't I don't think Lawrence is a fuck boy, but we're gonna see after this episode. Get back to me after this Sunday, y'all. Y'all. I know. No, 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 no. Make your case that Lawrence ain't a fuck boy. I feel like uh-uh, I don't want to hear no feel like I need facts. My therapist said I should do our messages, so I gotta start with I. <laughs> what? Start telling me about the eye messages. No, you tell me about the eye messages. <laughs> Present your case. Eye messages when you take ownership of your feelings instead of just like saying like you hurt my feelings and you did this wrong. You okay, start well, with, state your case then for Lawrence. I feel like <laughs> Lawrence has matured right now. He wasn't based a bad off what? Based off of what? Okay, you know I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you say your whole shit. Then I'm gonna come talking, back. Talking, you gonna let me finish? And I'm gonna come back. The prosecution will come back in a minute. I feel like he did come. He was all right. He was a sorry piece of shit in uh, the first season, the first season. Like he was lazy, he's unmotivated, he was depressed. He was uh, was not he was he didn't even care enough to remember Issa's birthday. Like he was he was in the back spot. I don't know if I would call him a fuckboy, but a bum. He was a bum. Uh, thank you for making the prosecution's case for him. Shut your ass up. So right. he came from that. Um unfortunately it took, you know, Issa cheating on him for him to wake up. Um, and actually, he so he had the foot the fuckboy tendency, not tendency, but fuckboy move was involving Tasha's feelings when he know he didn't really care about Tasha. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, tell me about the growth. Where's the growth at? He got a good ass job. He got his own place, and he got a a, a, a a motivated woman, and he's like doing good things. Like he's not cheating on her. Um, the moment of growth, really, the moment of growth, really, was when he was out here fucking everybody. Um, and being honest about fucking everybody, and he what he get like what he get like gonorrhea or something like that. I think he got the chlamydia. Yeah, he had to clap, and he called like everybody he had sex with to tell them to get themselves themselves checked. Is that not growth? Is that not growth? I think it's called decency. But he went from being a bum to being decent. Like that's growth. That's that's a step. So now he's got a good ass job. He's actually doing well for himself. Um, his insecurity is getting the best of him right now, but all he has done in this moment, after fi- after finding out he is not in a place in the relationship that he thought he was, because Condola was like she didn't invite him to the Thanksgiving dinner, 
She let her, her friends clown his ass and then reiterated that you weren't actually invited here, that you kind of invited yourself. So in that moment of weakness, he sent a laugh emoji to Issa's story. And we don't know what came of that yet. How's that a fuckboy? Okay. Is that your case? Is, it, is, that, is that defense you're giving? <laughs> That's the case. <laughs> Prosecution would like to state that not only is Lawrence a fuckboy, it is a continuation of his tendencies since season one. What do you mean? Defense would say that the the defendant now has a job. Shouldn't this nigga had the job all along? He should have, yes, he should have. The defense would say that he stopped messing around with Tasha and now he's in a stable relationship somewhat, but his insecurity is getting the best of him. Shouldn't he have not fucked her over in the first place? Who over, Tasha? Yes, did he have to go to the cookout? Did he have to make it seem like it was something that it wasn't? That was I'm talking. Because <laughs> I knew he was going to chime in. You asked me questions, you old. No, this is, no, I'm presenting this to the jury. <laughs> oh, shit. Hurry up. Everybody knows that in 2020, DMs to your ex while you are in a current situation with somebody else is more than likely not approved. More than likely, but not. Dude, why you keep, I, I, I let you go. I let you go. Finally, after you, remember, uh, what was, what was my girl named? I don't know what she was. The, 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 the ethnic girl from season two. Yeah, I forgot her name too. Yeah. Um, he entered a relationship with that woman when he was not ready and he let his insecurities show. That's, that's a little bit of a human mistake. It's still a fuckboy in the way it came out. No, it's not a fuckboy. That's not a fuckboy. That's not a fuckboy fuck move. He didn't. No, nah, it was it was real fuckboyish. How? It just didn't. Work. I feel like I, I feel like from season one up until now, Lawrence has displayed the same things that he's a fuckboy. How was he a fuckboy to what was her name? What was it Alma or something like that? What was her name? I, I can't remember her name at all. How was he a fuckboy to her at all? If you know that you're not related, if you know that you're not ready for no relationship. And I think even somebody addressed, I think she even asked him a few times, like, are you good? Are you good? And he just wouldn't let it out. But that's the thing. I don't think he knew that. I think that he thought he was good. And bro, I'm telling you now, uh, telling people that you got the clout and that's not, that's not, that's not growth. That's, that's just decent human beingness. That's responsibility from being a bum to being responsible. I would hope he did that when he was a bum. Like, I hope he would have done that. No, he, he wouldn't have. have. <laughs> you don't think he would have did So just because he was jobless and mooching off Issa, which I haven't really highlighted that much, you, you don't think that you you think that means he wouldn't have told people he had to clap? I don't think. He didn't even remember his girlfriend's birthday. and He had no job, like nothing to do all day but be on the game. And did not even, and not only did he not remember, he didn't even get enough money to get her a decent gift. This man went to Rite Aid and got her a bunch of... <laughs> A bunch of knickknacks is what he got her. Bro, Lawrence, bro, and like, a boy, he he showed too many fuckboy tendencies. Man, this nigga, this, nigga, this, nigga, this nigga don't get enough screen time for him to be showing all these fuckboy tendencies. <laughs> Straight up. Let me get this guy. Uh, Josh said this. Is, I mean, I'm sorry. Star said this job is in question. Hopefully, he doesn't remember lose his job. Well, yeah, it ain't got nothing to do with him. And 
Oh yeah, even still. He uh he what did he do? He he said everything was fine at his job with Condola, even though he knew he got passed up for the promotion because the job, you know, went to shit. So now he holding shit in. Now he holding his emotions in. And I know, and I know as a therapeutic nigga, you don't like that. You ain't supposed to be holding that shit in. <laughs> you reach it, brother. Whatever, man. You reach up like a mother. I'm just being honest. Oh, uh, the front, the comments are frozen. I'm trying to. Everybody's blowing up the chat, man. He's, he's not a bad guy. He's just uh. You just call him a fuck boy. He's a fuck boy. That's not. That don't mean he bad. He just got not a bad guy. A fuck boy's not a bad guy. No, it's it's somebody who uh beat him a fucked up shit and then acting like he wasn't in the wrong. <sighs> Star say I don't feel like he's a fuck boy, but he's not a catch. Uh, uh, I mean that's fine. So many comments. I mean, we're gonna have to come back and comment on these comments, y'all. I don't want to sit here and try to read all these comments. Um, thank y'all so much for putting the chat. Is anybody calling? Let me make sure anybody calling for hang up on somebody. Not anybody calling. I don't know, man. We're gonna see y'all come back next week. Not next week, but we got the next week. Actually, no, next week because we do a review. If y'all don't know, we do a review of Insecure every Sunday now. Oh, yeah, plug, plug, plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right at we're gonna post it right at five o'clock every Sunday. So you can go ahead and hear our thoughts real quick before you watch the new episode. Um, and yeah, man, we're we going to come back this Sunday and let us know. Because <laughs> y'all going to see, he, he on a straight and narrow. Now, Condola done hurt okay. his little heart. She, 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 hurt, she hurt that man, boy. He was, my man, he tried to fix a sink. <laughs> that video was so funny, bro. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that's what we... Because either way, you're going to be piping something tonight. <laughs> Oh shit! Let me read these last two comments real quick. Uh, Key said, "That's how exes test if they're spot again. If this, if they're spot again, I guess try to test if they got still got a spot. Yeah. If you get a response, the new relationship ain't secure at all. And even okay, so even still, even if he, even if he wasn't with Condola, I I still think it's a fuckboy move to himself to start messing with East again." After he's probably still a little bit hurt. Like you don't think that's a little bit of a betrayal to himself? They're like I see what you say. I see what you're saying. It's, it's, yes, yes. I agree that I don't know since that shit. Um I don't think I don't call it a fuckboy move, but I would say like, yeah, like you are falling back into that old trap of trying to make something happen that it's just over with. It's just done. Like Shondi said. It's over with? Well, we're going to find out this Sunday. <laughs> Sunday said, Issa's doing well for herself, growing. Leave her alone, bro. Sunday <laughs> <laughs> talking like that's her homegirl. Um, I think Heather had a comment in here. <laughs> Starts to leave Issa alone. <laughs> he probably did. Yeah, I agree with that. He probably didn't need an ego boost. Anyway, man. We're going to see if Molly gets any more toxic on the next episode. Molly, okay, I hope. Please stay on up and up, Molly. Please, please stay on up and up because I had you doing so well. Please keep going. All right, y'all. That was that was hilarious. Um, come and check with us this Sunday. Um, like I said, we'll post a vid, picture, um, the video on our cultivated ignorance page. Check out facebook.com slash cultivated ignorance. Um, also my page as well as Will's page. And um, just let us know your thoughts. And we're gonna get to the bottom of this. It's gonna be good. Um, we're gonna go ahead. And go into our thirst of the week. 
Um, so talking about Black, um, Black AF, uh, our third week this week is Miss Andrea Ellsworth. Uh, she plays a woman named um, Michaela on the show. Uh, she's super funny. Um, she's super like <laughs> it's funny because she uh, Kenya Barris hires her as like a writing assistant, and like his wife comes to the job just to see who she is. And like she scans the room and sees Michaela and knows exactly why she was hired, like on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> One of the very few funniest parts of the show, but it's very funny. Um, but yeah, Andrea's very dope, man. She's an actress out of Los Angeles. She's been in a few TV shows here and there. She doesn't have like a whole tremendous lot of work. But um, she's been on Shameless. I don't know. I think well, did you say you watch Shameless? Bro, Shameless is funny as shit. Yeah, yeah. I think you you told me you like that show. And um, more recently, like I said, Black AF. She also has a short film out called The Dispute on YouTube. And um, it's very, very dope. It's like 13 minutes. And it's kind of made so it just like shows up on your phone well. It doesn't really show on the TV screen, screen well. You have to watch it on your phone. It's very dope um, that she co-wrote and um, co-starred in. And it actually has a lot to say in that little 13 minutes. But yeah, man, she's super dope. She's really good in the show. She's gorgeous, as you can see. And um, yeah, check it out on IG at Andrea Ellsworth. Worth. And um, yeah. That's our, that's the thirst of the week there, guys. So, yeah, man, any final thoughts? You know, you know my final thought. Like, you know what I'm going to say. Go ahead with the ignorance. Lawrence is trash, sis. <laughs> that's the takeaway from this episode. Lawrence is trash, sis. Oh, he's so trash. Whatever, man. Uh, um, we're going to find on Sunday how trash this nigga really is. You're not. Um, I want to tell y'all... Oh, shit, I lost my thing. I want to tell y'all, thank y'all so much for joining the show. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Um, thank you so much to um, Thad for always holding us down with the production, the video production and everything. I'm, sorry, I'm trying to keep back track of where I was at on my screen. All right, here we go. All right, yeah, we're going to be back two weeks from now as we are. But like I said, check us out on Sunday. Um, Insecure review, our thoughts and views on why Lawrence is not a fuckboy under any circumstances. And um, yeah, man. I love you guys. Will doesn't like y'all. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, please. Please like Get out to the peeps. Yes, absolutely. Um, write a review on iTunes, all that good stuff. Did you see? I don't know if you see. We do have some reviews on iTunes. Like All five star reviews. It's lit. Oh, yeah, we lit. Bro, go, go to it. Check it out. Yeah, write us a review. Leave your thoughts, what you want to suggest for future topics. All that good stuff. And uh, yeah, that'll be wrapping it up for us today. We love y'all. Thank you so much.